Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are starting a new franchise this week as one Keith Sweatland decided to tip to dip his toes in the Marvelverse or pre-Marvelverse as we're starting the Blade franchise. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm along here with Ricky Marcelli. Man, Vampire Batman was very broody and very vampire Batman. And the man that picked this franchise won Keith Swallow. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna make me the like the, the blob or something. <laughs> oh, that oh, the, the pearl the pearl of the <laughs> of the movie won Keith Swallow. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh boy the 90s techno vampire vibes still hitting. Loved it. Had a blast. <laughs> Dude, that aspect I, of the movie was great. <laughs> I told I told the producer about watching my like, get ready for some DDR music. Let's go. <laughs> the movie wasn't as sexy as I was hoping it would be, though. I needed more like we started the whole movie off with like a fucking vampire making out while getting a blowjob and like yeah, sexy vampires. And then we didn't really get more sexy vampires. I wonder if I wonder if that gets turned up later because I feel like Blade should be like it should be a horny setting. <laughs> like vampires are kind of inherently horny. <laughs> sucking, oh, no. lots of sucking, a lot of sucking here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade came out August twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, it is uh, rated R. I, I want to think at the time. One of the first comic books, or you know, not the first, but like around there, the first couple rated R comic book type movies. Um, because Spawn came out the year before, so yeah, I was gonna say, I think it's the second. I think Spawn was the first one. I think I Spawn is like what pushed people into doing I stuff thought, like this. What is Spawn yeah. PG? Spawn? No, Spawn is R. Are you crazy, dude? How would you make a, G- a PG Spawn? I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. He's going to look it up. <laughs> uh, run, a run time of an even two hours uh, directed by Stephen Norrington. Uh, he directed Blade and he directed 2003's uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. That that uh, that helps explain one of my biggest critiques of this whole movie because the directing of this film was fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, stars Rusty Snipes as Blade, Stephen Dorff as Deacon Frost. Chris Christopherson as Whistler, uh, Nabushi Wright as Karen, Donnell Logue as Quinn, um, and we have Udi Kier as the Dragonetti, the like one of the pure vampires. Yeah, I wasn't ready for like Nazi vampire like blood shit. <laughs> Didn't remember that part of Blade. Right. Dude, the really like the really like hammy villains where they're just like, ooh, we're we're like the evil corrupt like CEOs and we we like pull the strings from behind the scenes. I love that shit. It was so that was yeah. fun. It's like the <laughs> underworld of the underworld, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh <laughs> it's like, yeah, huh. fucking like Bill Gates is probably a vampire. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, except like they weren't even that powerful. It's like, yeah, we just have like back like <laughs> backroom deals with Amer like not even American, just world politicians yeah. so that we get to live and be cool. They were like kind of lame, like as bad guys. They just kind of got like fucked up by this like non pure blood dude. And <laughs> um, 
What's your reaction to watching Blade, uh, Keith? Since you're the one that picked this movie. So this movie, I saw. I did see it when I was a lot younger. I don't. I don't know how close to release I saw it. This was one of the like. I watched it at a sleepover, and so I've got like fond nostalgia attached to. It had to be one of like the. How old was I back? One of those one of the earlier R-rated movies I saw. You would have been in the ten eleven range. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. But um, yeah. So I was there was nostalgia with it, but I was mostly kind of along for the ride when I watched it. It was a lot of fun. It had good like. I was personally fond of the pacing of it. I thought it, it like never slowed down. I was never bored watching it. Like whenever even this time. Yeah, well, I, I hadn't seen it since. I haven't seen it since I was a little kid. Basically. I did. It did not feel like a tight ninety to me. Ooh, we're gonna have some different opinions. I think on this episode, that's fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved it. Rick. Uh. It had its moments. I thought the directing was terrible. I thought like camera shot choices and stuff like that were really bad at point. Um, sorry for any noise in the background. I have the little uh fake movie expert with me, and she's getting <laughs> upset. Um, she wasn't a big fan of Blade. What can I say? Uh, no. <laughs> I felt like Snipes wasn't sure how to cont- like portray the character in this time. Like I th- had weird um. Like it just never felt like the same through the whole movie with the way they were portraying him, and it just felt weird to me. But yeah, I and it felt long, like two hours. Like by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to be done now. <laughs> like it just kind of kept going. But I thought the characters were great in the movie. I thought the villains could have been more like contrived. I don't like it. Just kind of felt weird, like how we got to the point of him. Of Frost being in control, like that, I, I didn't really feel like it added much to the movie besides getting the cool scene of the one guy blowing up. But yeah, I enjoyed it, but it it definitely wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. But I'm actually more excited for Blade Two, where like I think the things will be more fleshed out. I the biggest things that struggled in this movie, I think, come down to the director, though. I think it was a lot of directing choices that made the movie struggle. Uh, I here's a fun fact. I've never seen Blade. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> before this, I've seen parts of Blade Two and I've seen Blade Trinity, <laughs> but I've never seen the original Blade. Um, big, big Blade Trinity guy. <laughs> big, big. That is a crazy, crazy take. I did well, not take, but a crazy circumstance. Well, it, yeah, I. Here's the and it's like I think it was during the so a time I like watching movies like I love watching movies now but like in the this time frame I just didn't never watch that many movies because the fact you know ten or eleven at this time so we're doing other things mostly video games so video games took place over movies um, I enjoyed this movie but I'm with Rick on the point of. This did feel like a long two hours at points and some of the direction ways they went, some of the effects they try to do to speed things up, but not speed things up. That was weird. Yeah. And now that Joe pointed out that this movie was a 1998 movie, I'm less forgiving of the shitty CG in it. 
<laughs> like there was CG not that bad. Like when was Matrix released again? Next year. 99. Yeah, yeah. So like unless CG took a huge step forward in a year, like there was some really bad CG. Like I thought this was like early 90s. I'm like, okay, this can be kind of forgiven. But like that was some brutal CG, especially in the end for the final fight. Well, there's more stuff about the final fight we'll get to in a bit about how some fun things. Um, since we have done, uh, where are you? Uh, yeah, this came out in August, and Matrix came out in March. Oh wow! Yeah, so not even a full year later. Then I think uh, though, I think it's not the, the Matrix was such like a. They like invented new technology to make them. They like spent years making the Matrix look good. It's like more of a refined piece of art than this yeah. one. So, but I, I do agree the CG it didn't hold up great, and I can see like the like the goofy blood bits. It had like it had like I'm gonna they bring up which funny enough they bring up Spawn the movie that came out the year before in the Roger mm-hmm. Ebert review, which is funny. And I, Spawn kind of had the same CG in it, which it was like. It was like the mortal. It was like the reptile CG in Mortal Kombat, where it's like, it's like a cartoon that pops off the screen. It's extremely like it probably looked. It probably looked cool in 1998 for a, when you saw it. Funny that you bring up reptile from Mortal Kombat, Keith. <laughs> Did anyone else notice the movie that was on in Frost's apartment during his party? No, <laughs> it was Mortal Kombat oh. at the ah, scene where awesome. reptiles being pulled into the goddamn statue. Oh, that's oh. so funny. I went back and checked. I'm like, is that the fucking reptile scene? <laughs> Damn, dude. It was like, like fake movie experts averse is going on. Wow. <laughs> so uh, let's get into this movie. So Rick, give us what is the plot to Blade? Oh, okay. I'll try not to do as much proposition dumping as this movie did at times. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of Blade's plot. So, Blade, a half-mortal, half-vampire hybrid that allows him to walk in the day. Hence, the awesome nickname, Daywalker! (laughs) I think that actually comes in the next one, when he gets called it that way. But Blade, after his mother tragically dies, when he is ripped from her belly after she gets bitten by a vampire, now patrols multiple cities throughout the world trying to track down all vampire hordes and murder them. (laughs) Well, on one of his hunts, he comes across a new lady whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Karen. 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 Apparently just knows a whole lot about blood and can make vampires explode. (laughs) He takes a liking um... to her because he looks because she looks like his mom. That's weird, brah. That's weird. So, can Blade, Whisker, and Karen save the world from the vampires? Will Frost bring about the blood apocalypse? Was anyone else turned on by the blood orgy going on in that one scene? Find out all this and more in Blade. Well, Karen was a... Was a... 
hematologist. Yeah, a hematologist. Like the study of blood or whatever. Yeah, so she's, <laughs> she's, like, she's yeah. That's why she has a scene where she's like, "My God, I've never seen blood do that ever before." <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, my God. Um, but what I was gonna say, yeah, she's that. We have uh, I'm with you about like Rusty Snipes about like I don't know if he knew what type of character he wanted to portray as Blade because there are scenes of him like the scene of him rescuing Karen from the what's his what's the Grounded for Life's dad Quinn's character and <laughs> and how and the hospital. And then, like, the cops shoot him, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and then, like, next scene, it's brooding, and then more brooding, and then a one-liner here or there or something, you know, a more comic line from Blade. I wish but we again... would have gotten more of the, like, what the fuck are you doing, Blade? Because that, <laughs> like, that bit was great. But, like, the, like, weird, just, like, the direction stances he got of just stand there and look awkward. We're just, like those scenes were so just like he doesn't look intimidated in this scenes. It just looks like you've walked in on something you weren't supposed to and you don't know what to do now. Right. Uh, speaking of the scene of Quinn, uh, when he attacks Karen after being set on fire. Um, uh, in this, there's featuring lots of screaming. They knew something was wrong when uh, Donnell were screaming too. During the tussle, he fell face first on the ground and completely dislodged his jaw, which he oh, broke God. years ago prior to. Um, so during they were filming this in an abandoned hospital, but then they had to rush him to a real one. But he, but then it's like, hey, I've got a guy who's dressed as third degrees victim, essentially naked, running in a jaw hanging down. Uh, the <laughs> room cleared Christ. out. That scene was awesome. out pretty fast. <laughs> I, when, I was so like hyped too because of how good the start of the movie was. Like when he comes back alive, holy shit. <laughs> oh, dude, that scene was great. Yeah. Just fucking noshes on that dude's neck. I was just like, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Ah, oh, there it is. You know. <laughs> His blood uh, cells. The, I've, I've, I've never seen blood cells do that in my life. <laughs> my God. You know what I really didn't need? The awkward romance angle we were supposed to like pay attention to for two seconds between those two people before that dude got his neck noshed on. Yeah. Hey, are we gonna give us a, give us another break, uh, another another take? No. Ah, to, my neck. That was to like set up the weird line at the end and the weird basement part. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Which didn't line. hit at all. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Which he then did the same line as a zombie. It's like, huh? Karen! He's a zombie this time. That's Karen! odd. That's a that's an odd thing. He's a Karen. Um, Karen, are you gonna move in with me now? <laughs> yeah. So I I do see how the two different blades would be upsetting. Maybe like I think in my head I was like I like because I kind of appreciate both versions of Blade. I like it when he's like stern and like like just being like serious. Is like because he. It's clear that he hates vampires. That's one of the things I like about Blade is that like he just wants to kill vampires. That's like to his the point passion. where I'm like, because we're seeing this movie <laughs> yeah. from Blade's point of view, where I'm like, yeah. I wonder if all vampires are really that bad, or if Blade just has like an extreme xenophobia of vampires <laughs> to the point where he's probably murdering some innocent people. <laughs> I think that they don't they do a little sneaky shot of body bags at that meet 
thing with people in him. Well, I'm not saying like the people he killed in that particular scene were good. <laughs> Cause like clearly they were like fucking dancing in blood and shit. And like, yeah, where'd that blood come from? <laughs> but like, Blade seems to be like, no, all vampires must die. And I'm like, dude, I bet there's like some okay vampires. I feel like you're being kind of like, like what? you're being kind of hateful right now. <laughs> I make them, I just pretend they're Nazis. And it's like, it, it's okay to punch a Nazi. So it's like, it's okay to kill a vampire. <laughs> right. But it's also like you're saying, it's like, oh, you're German. Okay. So then you're a Nazi. Yeah. Like, that's not like one plus one does not equal three. <laughs> type situation nazi doesn't imply german nazi implies nazi well right but i'm saying the movie is saying (laughs) that german implies nazi (laughs) all right well i like it's like this movie is just so like we were talking about how it has the underground of underground but like this movie also has like that in what i got out of it it's like that feeling of um Frost, Stephen Dorff's character, and he's like, "Hey, man, hey, old man, it's time for you to leave because, yeah. <laughs> because like the the underground underground people, like, hey, we have an agreement with the humans that we take care of our business and they stay out of the way." While Frost is like, "Hey, man, we're superior than them. We can just <laughs> kill them all and and have you know, sweet sweet blood orgies." And then the underground people are like, no, no, we're fine here. We're fine as it. We're, or, or, Why are you trying to agreement. start a war, you fucking yeah. weirdo? <laughs> we're, we're working agreement. You know, Although we have an agreement. Like, like he's straight up gonna win because I, I was all, I was on board with the idea of the blood god. Like I liked the all of the little like background lore. I was on board with like the 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 old vampire text and the blood god stuff. I thought that stuff was great. I thought really, that like, was great. I just didn't need the inter like <laughs> office squabbles part of vampires <laughs> like i would have just been okay if it was just like steven dorf is this psycho branch and yeah. he's doing this stuff <laughs> the, the, the okay more moderate vampires can stay <laughs> it just it felt weird that we were having like the liberal vampires be like brah <laughs> no stop what are you doing yeah oh dorf he he has that like '90s cool, which I was appreciate. So, I, Dorf was a great villain in my eyes in this. Yeah, Dorf that... was fine. Yeah, <laughs> the only, like you said '90s, and it just reminded me this had that weird like film grime that all like late '80s, <laughs> and then that's why I also thought it was an early '90s film where like every like the shots just all look dirty, <laughs> and I'm like, why are we using? that like what what are we doing here with these choices dude i'll bet the wachowskis were pissed when this came out because they like they make all they do all the basically essentially the same time it's like they're these movies come out at the same time basically and they're like they make the building jump look a thousand times cooler they make the bullet dodging look a thousand times cooler (laughs) like oh they're just like it is crazy yeah it's like a cheap imitation at that point even though it it is first right yeah it's like that crazy thing of like Hey, we came with all this stuff first, but Matrix came out, you know, six months later, and then well, and the Wachowskis like did come up with it first. Yeah, yeah, the Wachowski. (laughs) I mean, but you know what they didn't have? Fucking Neo yeeting some lady across the building. That was awesome. (laughs) And then Frost (laughs) yeeting a little Asian girl into the street. Yeah, you know dude, what? what the fuck? Me- How is she okay? By the way, how is that little girl just getting yeeted through a hot dog stand? Totally yeah, and- chill in the street, and she's okay. 
Like part of me thought she was a vampire, was like gonna bite like Blade when he went to save her or something. Like it was gonna be like a double cross type thing where like she was also bad. Which they did later in the movie when he goes like the temple and then he sees like the little girl and he's like, Here, let me save you. And she then does kung fu on him. Did anyone else think she was like eight or something? And then she stood up and started kicking and was almost as tall as Blade. I was like, What the fuck? Yeah, she I thought she was at least like sixteen. I do appreciate in this movie that that um my joke here, and again, joke, that Blade hits women because, you know, like we got to see it. I mean, Blade fucking has hands for everyone. He punched a 16-year-old vampire, so that's yeah. cool. <laughs> he hates vampires. Yeah. Blade's hands are like what... a buffet. Everyone can dig in. <laughs> You're going to get these hands. Um, Rusty Snipes was where we are was interested in doing a comic book movie adaptation at the time, but then was offered Blade. Uh, originally, he was interested in doing the Black Panther movie. Oh, Wesley Snipes' Black Panther in the 90s would have been dope. Boy, that would have been something. <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, Wesley Snipes trying to do that like Wakandan accent that Marvel came up with for it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I Don't get me wrong. I love Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes does not have what I would call a lot of range. <laughs> He's just a cool guy. <laughs> so it would have been interesting to see him try to like do a deeper character like T'Challa. Uh, the executives had two other people in mind to play. Uh, there was three people in mind to play Blade, and one of them was Wesley Snipes. You want to take a guess who the other two are? The 90s. I'm going to say it's going to be an old man Danny Glover for Blade. Okay. Will Smith was like in the peak king mode right now. So they probably wanted Will Smith. He's like, he, Will Smith's on top of the Mount Everest at this point. Uh, neither of them. Uh, Denzel Washington or uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Both would have been or- great. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> would have been weird just from like a look perspective. But I mean, Denzel can do anything. I think if Lawrence took it, then we would he wouldn't have never been a Morpheus because during filming. So, mm-hmm. um, what do we have? Uh, Chris Christopherson's character Whistler. Um, he was created for the Blades cameo in the Spider-Man animated series. <laughs> huh. So, but he so th- that character is in the old Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, the one that we watched as a child. Yes. I love every... He is awesome because he's... What's it? He's he's Q. He's like James... He's like like in James Bond. Yeah, he's he's the... He's the gadget guy. He's the gadget guy. And and something... I've been taking in some Blade content trying to see what like the response was to that movie. And what a cool observation I got was like how cheesy and pointless the reveal of him having cancer was because they, they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like go ahead. He just, he always said he got the, it's like, he's got the cancer. All right. Like, yeah, and there's like every, everything moves so fast in that story that like, they don't have time for that, like cancer thing to like pay off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean anything. Well, it's the, it's the fact that, you know, he get, like, they announced that he has cancer and it's like, you can tell, you can tell that his character is like 
living the best, living unhealthy and living yeah. the best of his life because we, you know, something's coming up, like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then they announce, oh, he has cancer. And then, what, although I think a, one good thing the cancer does do is it like helps him relate to Blade because Blade's kind of dying too. Yeah. So like they they kind of sh- they have this bond like, oh, I'm dying too. And then like Blade's serum is wearing off. So like that's kind of his cancer. Because Blade Serum is that he takes a serum that it, since he is a vampire, it like limits his bloodlust for people, mm-hmm. which I didn't really see that. I'll be honest, since this was the first time seeing this movie, I just thought he was just like straight up normal, like, you know, like nothing's wrong with him of the fact that he has the bloodlust. Mm hmm. And I thought that was kind of like, oh, okay. And then, hey, I got to find a cure here to, uh, um, to your vampirism. You know, be, yeah, get rid of his being a vampire. And it's like, mm-hmm. huh. The, I, I like this, the serum thing. I liked it because it added, it added like a fun tension. It's, it had that like, it like increased the, it increased the stress level in the movie to a point that was, that worked for me. So like, he like always has to get his next hit is like, he's clearly got a short time right now. So he's trying to like get as much done before he goes full vampire and has to kill himself or something as he can. Yeah. So like, like having that serum thing, like did that, that, that helped the pacing of the movie for me a little bit. Like this, the serum stress to like, Oh, if he doesn't get this, he's going to turn into a vampire. Oh my God. You know what it would remind me of? It were Keith, you and I would appreciate this. Rick won't uh, Morbius. Ah yes, <laughs> oh, I, I thought we went back to Matrix for a second. I'm like, why? What? What does that have to do with? Oh, no. you mean the bus? Bus, the more bus, more bussing, <laughs> more the 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 serum that he needs, and how and more yeah. uh, more Morbius, how you wouldn't like him when he's hungry. Line comes out. Oh, Jesus right. fucking Christ! Am I right? <laughs> Uh, I remember I when Joe and I saw that in theaters and he hated it till he dived into the memes. <laughs> it's that yes. meme life, baby. It's funny what the, the powerful, the power of the meme. <laughs> the power of the meme. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go back to Stephen Dorff for a minute. How I liked this. I liked how he portrayed uh, Deacon. He did have that 90s feel of like, <laughs> yes. you know, the hair, the way he's going to dress, the way he acts. Um but uh, Just Jet Li, distinct '90s douchebag hot guy. There it yeah. is. Uh, but I like now how he I talked. See, <laughs> but now I see him as the guy a couple years ago doing those commercials for like vape yeah. commercials. <laughs> the vape guy. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jet Li was offered the part for Deacon Frost. That would have been different. That would have been. But he, he's not. Stephen Dorff has such a sleaze about him that like no one else can. No one else can be. Stephen Dorff, I don't know, <laughs> but he opted out because he, uh, the one, uh, no, Lethal Weapon 4. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait till we do Lethal Weapon at some point. You know, I've never uh, seen a Lethal Weapon movie, you've never, oh man, <laughs> uh, the I'm gonna say uh, Lethal Weapon better than Die Hard as an overall series, all right. Oh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the success of this film, especially since it followed the uh, followed Batman and Robin. This movie is considered the beginning of the rise of the superhero genre to become the dominant mainstream film. 
That's yeah, hilarious that Batman and Robin and Blade are considered the uprise of the fucking superhero movie. Well, because whatever, like, the Edward Norton Hulk, was that, the? would that be the next, would that be the one? Or Ang um, Lee's there Hulk, was a maybe? Hulk before the Edward Norton there, Hulk. There was the Ang Lee one. Ang Lee one, yeah. Yeah. Which almost killed superhero movies. Because <laughs> what was the, was the Edward Norton Hulk, like, the first of the Feige-verse? Uh, they're no, making Iron it. Man no. came out before Hulk. No, did. no, it just in the Hulk ver and like being Hulk. Yes, Hulk. Uh, Edward Norton's Hulk is the. Is what, that's where Robert um, Downey Jr. shows up in the credits. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um. No, anyway, so yeah. Oh, sorry. The, my my roundabout point I was saying there was like that couldn't have been too terribly long after this. Like as far as like pre-production and writing and like getting all the shit put together, like t- getting a hold of Robert Downey Jr. saying, "Yo, you're gonna be Iron Man." Uh, I mean, Iron Man came out until 2008. Yes, that's true. Well, I'll, so, I'll look. I'll look up what the. I'll look I guess Spider Man would have. Spider Man's would have been next. Yeah, Spider Man movies would be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, list of superhero movies. Here we go. Yeah, the Ang Lee one is two thousand three, so that came next. Yeah. The Marvel one didn't come out till oh eight. Here we are. Here we go. After Spider Man one was like two thousand or something. So after Blade came out, and what the hell? Oh, there we are. Where are you? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> the list of superhero movies, and then it's like the Master Zorro. I'm like, this is not my list. Toby's oh. Spider Man came out in oh two. Yeah. Daredevil? Oh no, I gotta find this. Hang on. That's oh, the God. that's the actual important one. You You're lying son of a bee. <laughs> what Wikipedia? <laughs> While you're doing uh, that, I gotta compliment the music real quick in the movie. Appreciate, love the techno. It was just nice to have actual music after the yes. last series. Oh god, it was, it was so <laughs> weird that that musicless. It, yeah, it was so weird that that series had no music. Just the like ominous strings and like the sound of punching. <laughs> God, though, the sound for this movie was so fucking bad. Like the punching noises they chose to use for this film were so fucking bad. It was so cheesy. <laughs> I, I I didn't like the the effect of like the cop that wanted to be the a vampire and then he, he's being tailed by Blade and it's like the f- super fast. Like oh yeah, dude! That outside. weird, like sped up scene—that was garbage. I thought my fucking movie broke for That's a second. Funny. That was a no. cool plot beat, though. I, I, I like that showed how like badass Blade it can be. Because he's like, "No, I'm, we're gonna sit here. We're gonna wait for this like freak to come back." <laughs> and the idea and of like, like branded, no, like, branded humans that vampires take slaves, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. But yeah, like the fact like she's like, you know, we don't need to wait here. He's like, no, no, here, come back. <laughs> no, come back. We do. We do. What? No, my goodness. Whatever. I'll come back to it. Um, I did like this. The. So. If you're branded, that doesn't mean you're a vampire. You're just branded because you're just a no. You're just a slave. Someone slave. You're, yeah, you're because cattle. yeah, because it's like the two people in the elevator scene. They're just cattle. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna come in like during the fight with the cop. 
Yeah. Like, I thought they were going to come in eventually, too. But apparently they just like lived in that apartment and like weren't a part of that situation. I like the fact that he I like how like he's like, hey, you got to keep your eyes open and always be following everybody. And she's like, what do you mean? And like in my head, I'm like, I'm on her side for a bit. Like how like you didn't tell her how to find like. How to tell the difference between a vampire slave to a vampire. You just said, hey, be on the lookout. And it just turned out to be that she was just a guinea pig for his. uh, For him to uh, swap it and uh, yeah, just bait to get the cop. That was a uh, fake wanting to be a vampire. I do appreciate in this movie, they didn't like, she like had things to do as like a like kind of a co-female lead sort of a little bit. She had like abilities that were important and she wasn't a romance. But like, I, I liked her as a kid, like the blood doctor as a character. I thought she was cool. Oh, really? I thought she was just kind of like bland. I felt like, like there wasn't enough to like, they also very much like, Mary Jane sued her where they're like, do you know how to use a gun? She's like, no, but I'm a quick learner. So in two days, she's like fucking almost pinpointing shotguns from distance. <laughs> where it's like, oh, okay. She's just like a badass now for something. Yeah, they probably could have focused more on her like blood doctor bits because she creates one of the coolest like Chekhov's gun situations where she's like, hey, like this might make things explode if you use it. <laughs> so then by later the way, on it has a cool payoff by the way your boy here has finally found the <laughs> list of superhero movies in freaking chronological order uh the next big superhero movie um if you count mystery bin that's one but if not it's x-men Oh, oh yeah, X-Men. Yeah. There's other movies that came out like The Iron Giant and like Bat like at mm-hmm. but more like animated like Batman Beyond and The Crow, like a sequel. And, um but X-Men is the like l- legit the next, next big, big. Yeah. God, I look forward not having to watch X3 again because that movie is utter. The original X-Men and the original Spider-Man trilogies so get good. so much disservice because of how fucking terrible their third movies are for how <laughs> fucking good the first two movies are. Yep. Like, I, there is a legit argument to be made that Spider-Man 2 is still like the best superhero movie ever made. Yeah. I, um, I, always, thought, I, I always thought X-Men 2 hit really hard too. They, they, they gotta pull Brian Singer out of cancel school in jail or whatever and make him direct X-Men's again. <laughs> but didn't he do X3? So do you really want that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two weeks from retirement. <laughs> He's got to get him some vampire kids instead of real kids. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I actually, Keith, you brought up that point of like, we actually got to pay off later in the movie. I liked <laughs> how they set things up in this movie. Like how they sh- would show like her fucking with his sword or something, and like that thing pop out, and then later we get to watch it just mutilate someone. Wesley's not that face. He had he did have some awkward faces. I like the face when he was watching him when his hand was about to get blown up. She's like, <laughs> yeah. "Fucker, you're about to get wrecked." Uh, Stan Lee was supposed to have a cameo in this movie, but it was he was Todd. a producer. <laughs> yep, he sort was of. producer. Uh, he, was was be, <laughs> he was going to be one of the cops that came in. Uh, in the blood club, 
and aftermath, and he'll be discovering uh, Qu- Quinn's body on fire. <laughs> wow. The Stan Lee stuff makes me sad now when you learn about how, like, he was just getting, like, rolled around by terrible people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, like, was basically being elderly abused. It makes Mm -hmm. him being in the Marvel movies, like, kind of really gross. Yeah. Uh, We have, speaking of gross, we had Pearl, the large (laughs) vampire. Um, Where is I have stuff about good old Pearl. That whole aspect was great, but also made the female lead out to be like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, she just melted his ass. <laughs> if he moves, fry him. And like he like he didn't I move. don't know. And it didn't move. He like twitched. Like... He had an See, that, he had an itch. That works for me because I'm I'm on board with the kill all vampires. <laughs> oh, Keith just out here looking for a genocide. Yeah, that, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense for the character we've built for Keith Wetland. That he'd be pro genocide. <laughs> the vamp, the vampire pearl uh, took four people to perform. Uh, one cool. at the head, one at each <laughs> arm, and op- one operating the feet. Uh, pearl surrounded by used blood bags and debris, but originally they wanted dead children scattered around as well. Oh man, this pearl was too big that, to move around easily, and would need, but he would they would need easy prey. <laughs> um, pearl was so large that they had to build set had to had the set built around him. It was about 700 pounds of latex skin that had to be moved on a forklift. Jesus. It looked spectacular too. Like as much (laughs) as a lot of the other shit in this movie looked bad CG wise, Pearl looked awesome. Yeah. There's a big gap between the good looking stuff and the bad looking stuff in this movie. (laughs) Like I like the, all the gadgets look cool. The real, this movie had real blood for the most part, which I'm all about like they're like the bites looked awesome with the blood pouring out. <clears throat> um, I'll bring it up now. Speaking of bad stuff, so the whole you know the plot of the movie is that Frost is looking for La Magra, the mm-hmm. like the the like, blood god, the blood god, and the idea is that La Magra that Frost becomes the uh, La Magra after. And but for this, we get a big fight sequence between Blade and Frost as he's Lamagra. But there are deleted scenes around, and there are YouTube videos of Steven Dorf as Lamagra. And what that would be is the scene when they're fighting, he cuts the hand off, and all that blood, like the blood reformed to make his hand. Mm-hmm. He becomes a tornado of just that, and his head <laughs> sticks out. Like, hey, Blade. <laughs> Jesus. But what they did is that this they showed the clips to an pre uh, audience prior yeah. to, and they're like, no, no, <laughs> just stop. But yeah, this was a like th- it's on YouTube, so you can if you go out and watch it because it is just pretty. But they like did point. the full effects, like the shots. They done. did the full effects, everything's wow. there. It's just the delete scene that it's just him in a blood tornado. And then he would stick his head out every once in a while. Like for... Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, like a what? Who's the, the spinning? Uh, Tasmanian the devil. Yeah, the, Tasmanian, yeah, Tasmanian yeah, yeah, yeah. devil. That's what he would do. So everyone's like, no, this is one of the stupidest things possible. Uh, there is like a longer cut of this movie because it went like. Oh, wow. I think another 30 minutes. Oh, Jesus. 
but there's a lot of the scenes in the movie that they did that was supposed to, like them talking about the blade, them talking about the blood. Those scenes went a little bit longer. They had like, more proposition or yes, preposi- not preposition, exposition. but like more just like Exhibit, exposition yeah. dumps, exposition, yeah. <laughs> and they, wow, it, they still left all that other parts in the movie. Okay. Because there was a lot of exposition dumping in this movie that I was just like, why are we doing this in Blade? <laughs> it's not, yeah. Um, it's yeah, they could like, have like just had, like, if they would have just mentioned like the old vampire text, that would have been enough to let you know, like, oh, this is like an ancient thing. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> do you think, do you think they should have done like a scroll or something type of just like to limit that and just be like, Blade, you know, they do like the whole fir- very first scene, it's Blade's oh, mother. I see. And what then. You're you know what I mean? Like then they, it's just like Blade's been doing this since he was, you know, this amount of age yeah. that he's been trying to, you know, yeah, get I revenge. Really didn't need like. Also, Whistler's character made no sense of being like, no, we can't trust this bitch. Oh, <laughs> let now let me exposition dump all of Blade's past history to you. <laughs> like uh, it, bitch! Uh, it hasn't even been twenty four hours since Rick. You were gone for this. Whistler is just from the. Uh, Spider-Man animated show, they uh they introduced him then, and that's how they brought him into the. Oh, so he's MCU. not even from the comics. No, he's just from the animated show. I mean, I guess I can't really complain about that though, considering one of my favorite Batman characters is from the animated series and then <laughs> got introduced into the comics with Harley Quinn. So you find good characters wherever you find good characters. Yeah. Um. What else we have? The. I thought the club blood scene was cool and it, it kept blowing my mind. I'm like, why aren't you die? Oh, you're human. You're just working for them. Oh, you're human. <laughs> like there's like that fit. Like how does it, it's that 50, 50 shot of you're going to kill a vampire here. How do you know you're a vamp? How does, you know, they know he's a vampire when he's like stabbing them. Like, Oh, but you're a human. My bad. I mean, either way you stab someone, they're going to die. It's just one yeah. way they disintegrate one way they bleed out. Yep. Uh, yeah, sorry. The first cut was 140 minutes with a long and disastrous test screening, audience with with audiences and heavy editing and reshoots implemented, which delayed the release of the movie for more than half a year. Hmm. Um, also, this was fi- almost supposed to be 97, so half yeah. a year would have been like a January release then. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Mangra earlier draft. In the earlier draft, Blade would... Uh, so, uh, where is it? I did not know that the woman in the bed was... The first time you saw her was Blade's mom. Yeah, did not get that at all. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then like, then the next time, I'm like, oh, shit, she's with the mom. I did not I see also, that. <laughs> I also can't decide if the fucking coffin thing that he had was cool or super stupid. <laughs> Because like I feel like it's teetering on like either side of being like, oh that's that's clever. It's his coffin, da da da. But also like it just looked real fucking nineties stupid. It's like I can't decide which way I fall on it. I just I just hang out in this white room all all the time. <laughs> it would remind me of like the I'm going to the other uh, Thor Dark World. It kind of <laughs> reminded me of like the the prison that Loki's in. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like you know. But besides being white, this time it's just like you're just in a you're just in also, one. So like those... they said that there's a bunch of just like fairy tale stuff about vampires. So like 
they didn't they don't need to sleep in coffins so he's just like choosing to do that because he's like playing into the mythos or something yeah he's yeah. able to put on sunscreen and be all right <laughs> that was so fucking funny they're just like nah bro we just have like spf 1 billion it's fine <laughs> yeah. that that scene of the pure um vampire being burnt alive by the sun i was like oh Loved it. A little that intense. Was, that was gory AF. It was cut pretty cool. It was good. Effect. They they clearly spent a long time on that, like, whatever dummy they blew up. <laughs> I, I appreciate how you could tell which one was the grounded for life dad. Because yeah. he, like, stuck his hands up in the air and was like, fuck yeah. Like, you could just tell he was yelling fuck yeah from, like, his, like, animated yeah. body. <laughs> like, that's how you can tell that dude's a great actor. You can yeah. tell who it is strictly through body mechanics. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to be a big role in the movie, but he was just funny. So they added more for him. He's in the next one, isn't he? Isn't he like in the opening club I scene no for the idea. next one? <laughs> I feel like we're not done with him because he got away, right? We didn't see him die at the end of this movie. No, he died. He got his head uh, slid in half. He had the he, the blade pulled out like the wire because he's like, oh, you know, I've had right. enough of you. <laughs> I thought I remember him like having another club scene in Blade, but I guess no. I missed. I hope they, I hope they clone him or something, put him in too. He was like one of my standouts. He, like, oh, I felt bad for him in that <laughs> yeah. funny way that like, he always got beat up. He got his arms cut off. Both oh, the arm joke. I love the arm joke, dude. <laughs> put your arm out. W- what? <laughs> Do it. Oh, you were fucking with me. Okay. Uh, he lost both his hands. They regrew back. Uh, Blade put his head against a bus. No, oh, yeah, that, that was, part was good. It wasn't a, a bus. Train. That was a yeah. fucking subway. Dude, that scene was cool. like, how is that scene in here looking spectacular? But then we get the weird blood shit later. Like, they just couldn't make up their minds. How maybe it's because that blood scene had to be completely redone. So that's why it looks shitty. It probably had to be rushed. Yeah, it didn't. That part didn't look great. So maybe that's why that looks shitty because of the reshoots. Because they had to get rid of Blood Devil. <laughs> La Magra. La Magra. Also, the whole final fight scene between him and Dorf just sucked. Like, they just, it, he just kind of kicked Dorf's ass. Like, Dorf hit Blade like three times and pushed him back, but it didn't matter. <laughs> and then Blade's just like, here, eat the blood blowy uppy stuff. And they blew up. It was very anticlimactic. <laughs> It's just like, I'm high off of fucking eating my girlfriend, and now I'm going to fucking kill all of you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, well, they really they really just like let the camera hang out there for a long time while he was drinking the blood blood sucking scene of him getting his strength back. I'm like, all right, wrap it up. (laughs) I mean, they they were uh, they were unwrapping something. If you get my idea. No, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He was busting. (laughs) Yeah, but again, it's like the fight scene at the end was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like Blade just took him to town. It's just since he's a, since he's Lamagra, it's just like, I'm invincible. Then it's like, how can I, oh, I got it. The, my serum that we have that we've been teasing the whole time stuck, stuck like six in him in like super fast motions too. <laughs> like you read it, it was <laughs> so <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> it was superhero shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, like the first time he does, like he throws first five out of six before he kicks the sixth one. But like the fifth one, like you don't really see him. Th- like 
they do like the Tasmanian devil thing of like chucking all of them all at once. And you like <laughs> in one motion that you like, what just happened? That reminds me of one of the fi- like standoffs between him and the henchmen at the end where they just kept like roundhouse kicking the air in front oh, of each funny. other. I'm yeah. Like, What is happening right now? Why is Which this is, in the movie? This looks that, terrible. That's funny. They did that because I thought when the fights were good, they were great in this. And then like I, when they were bad, they were very bad. <laughs> there was like there was this like like very like this big big ranges in this movie of ups and downs well it's so bizarre to have like the opening sequence fight which was epic yeah and then the final sequence fight where you're like well that was it's over now okay why was he (laughs) kicking the air for five minutes i was just i was confused about the karen character like she got bit and then like she became a vampire or was about to, but they st- injected garlic in her to slow it down. To buy her time. To buy her time. And then he, then Rusty Snipes bites into her. So what is she? Is she now going to be a vampire? No, remember, oh, she's gonna... a vampire cure. Yeah, yeah she cured herself oh, already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those things. I was like, because I missed it because I was attending to somebody and I just missed that. And then again, I'm she like, committed like 10 years of research in two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where are you now, Karen? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> why you. didn't you fix fucking COVID in two days? <laughs> yeah, Karen. Also, why did fucking Blade's mom die? He stabbed her with a bone. How does that kill her? Well, through the heart, just through the heart. <laughs> But it, I thought it had to be wood or silver. It was a bone. According to my vampire slaying uh, history, <laughs> it just needs to be something sharp through the heart. Is and there a sequel the to point of it all being silver? No, no. You can. It, it could be wood. It could be. It could. It, well, it could yeah, be, but right. But all of his weapons are silver. Yeah, but that's just because uh, Whistler's making all the all the things out of silver. But well, you maybe can... they wouldn't have to rob all the vampires if they weren't using silver for everything. What are they going <laughs> to do with it? They're dead. Okay? It just falls off. If I was a vampire slayer, I'd probably be robbing them, too. I mean, they those vampires do seem pretty rich. All right. What does Kevin have in his wallet? hundred bucks? Hell yeah. Lucky day me. I ain't going to be... got a black card? I bet I can get away with this for a few <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> Hello. I, I can home alone somebody with this guy's credit card. I'm his father. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Uh, but yeah, I would have. I'll, I'll rob. I'll rob anybody. Just let you know now. Um, I did appreciate when Wesley Snipes used her as bait, and she was like, "You use me as bait? Fucking get over it, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Basically, and then I, I was, I was confused. I know we made the joke earlier about him eating her out of a building. I'm like. What did like they did that weird zoom in of him like okay this is where I'm gonna throw you and it's like you're pinpoint accurate with yeeting people out across <laughs> buildings. I also love the weird CG in it where like it's clearly like not her falling to a roof but like a video of her just like dropping really small onto something that's been superimposed onto this image. Yeah, and and in about six months, the Wachowskis are going to have a scene of Trinity jumping through a window to another building. (laughs) That looks like picture perfect. That looks like better than that movie's now. (laughs) Looking at you, Marvel. You guys know they came out of the video game for this movie? 
That makes sense. Nineties, you probably just kill a bunch of vampires as Blade. PlayStation Two, probably Game Boy Color. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> Mixed reviews there on that movie, <laughs> on that game. Um, what else we have? Um, Did anyone else think that he was going to have like UV lamps in the front of his car to burn vampires? That would have been sick. Because like they showed a scene like at the front of the car where he had two lights like in the center of the like light column. But those were never used. I'm like, oh, I bet he's gonna UV light some vampires with those bitches, but never did. I think he might down. He might down the line. I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I haven't been a while. Well, like, I only knew Trinity Three. Let me get to fucking Ryan Reynolds playing early Ryan Reynolds. That's right, baby. Listen, <laughs> oh, I'm man. a I'm a three stand. I think Blade Three is not as bad as people make it out to be. But no, I'm like, excited to. We're gonna get full on Van Wilder of Ryan Reynolds, I think. Yep, <laughs> I, you know, it's around that time. Him in the pizza place. <laughs> um, Jessica Biel, when people still thought she was gonna be a movie star. Yeah. So I'll do a little background check because I made the joke earlier about one certain other character uh, franchise that we all love here. Uh, the character uh, Blade was not originally going to be a daywalker, but just a human being immune to being turned into a vampire, lacking the superhuman speed and strength of the, of the undead. He relied solely on the wits and skills until he was bitten by one character, one Morbius. God damn it. God damn it, of course, more. I was wondering. Is that what we're going to see in like 2029 when that movie comes out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, because Morbius is owned by Sony. So. Oh, that's right. We're going to see a. PG thirteen ass bloodless blade movie. No, I don't know. No, Mahershala Marvel, Lee is Disney owns Blade. Yeah, and Sony owns Morbius. Morbius, but no, <laughs> but no, we're ta- he's talking about uh the next Blade movie. How it's gonna be PG? I mean, I don't know. But... They are making an actual R rated Deadpool. So why couldn't I think they make th- an R rated Blade? I think they could make a rated R blade because the Mahershala Ali came out and was just like, Hey, this script sucks and I'm going to help rewrite it. Cause there's like, it was all dialogue, no action. And he hates the <laughs> fact that there was no action in, in, in a blade movie. Yeah. yeah that blade would, does action. It would make about as much sense as all of the fucking exposition dumping in this movie. <laughs> That's what the whole movie was going to be about. And then I, I don't know if it would be radar, but like it wouldn't shock me or it would be I a, hope- I hope it's a different universe too. I just if it's gonna feel real no, weird for vampires getting introduced into this fucking MCU. Sir, we've had our blade introduction already in this universe. <laughs> yes. Hit him with the key. Oh, that's right. He's in fucking Eternals. Oh yeah. No, are you ready for this? God damn it. I'm, I I'm, forgot I'm he was in Eternals. I hope that they have Mahershala Ali be a badass blade and do like Joss Whedon soy dialogue. <laughs> Uh, you just want to die, Keith? Do you? <laughs> you just... They're gonna yeah, with talking with fucking John Snow about like shawarma. <laughs> do some sort of stupid bite me line. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the scene of the blade chase scene in the subway, the subway train passing them all had the passengers just as cardboard cutouts. That's nice. Didn't even notice, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, where we go here, Dudley, Stephen North, Stephen North. Uh, hang on. Uh, according to Snipes and Dorf on commentary, Snipes had thoughts on the scene where Blade and 
Deacon fought on the outside on the busy street. The issue with the scenes involved scheduling realities and uh because this that was like one of Steven Dorf's first days on <laughs> set. So now he has to act like he's been in the whole movie the whole time as his like first day. Like, all right, all right, buddy, uh we're gonna film like the third to se- third to last scene in the movie. So <laughs> act like you've been following Blade for this whole time. Um what else here? Um Did anyone else feel like the Whistler offing himself scene didn't hit the way they wanted it to hit for you? That scene hit me pretty good. <laughs> I was just so like and maybe it's I think it again had to do with the way like they are having Snipes act in the film in like the scenes. Like it could have been a part where Blade finally like shows some emotion. And instead, it just felt like bland and like, okay, well, Whistler offed himself. Let me go kill a bunch of people now. That's where I think Christopherson himself sold it to me at that part because he's I like I I, I love every like I could have used more Chris Christopherson in this movie. I, I my... agree to that. Chris, Chris Whistler's character was awesome, besides the weird flip flopping on Karen bit, but. <laughs> As Keith put him, he's Q from the Bond movie. It's like, yeah, he's the he's the he is the weapons guy. He's the one like, hey, let's make these up. Let's here we and go. Also, sort of dad a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of played dad. Yeah. And I don't know who stuff. Snape's actual dad is. Right? It's not like the vampire was Snape's dad. Like that was just his vampire dad. Deacon, like the twist at the end of Deacon being the vampire that bit the mom. That was like, that's sort it. of his dad. So like it's his vampire dad. Vampire yeah. dad, but other than that, uh, I don't know. If we'd know who the father. So in is part, of... it's kind of like a racist script because they're like, oh, onwed single black female, no idea who the black dad is. Come on, fucking writers, let's not be racist. <laughs> no. So they have to have the white dad step in to fill the role. <laughs> But then he turns her into an immortal being that just loves eating people. I mean, we've seen this over and over (laughs) again. It's a tale as old as time. I'm trying to see if I can find out who in the comics is the dad. It's it's Uh, probably important. (laughs) uh, Let me just, you know, why why do this? (laughs) Blade's father. Let me put vampire blade. Blade. (laughs) Nope, that's just vampire blades go hunting uh blade's father how did blade become how did blade learn his father was a vampire i just want to know who's blade's father is dang it wait who's blade's father hang on nope that <laughs> nope this is that's vin Let's- diesel well there's probably like Got he probably it. has like seven different fathers depending on like the run of comic books like <laughs> probably yeah it, it probably it, it like in but some versions comics makes it impossible to read them. Yeah, yeah. There's According like according a... to this, if I'm right on, let me make sure before I say who. It's actually Quicksilver. <laughs> Lucas Cross. Some, thought... yeah, some just some character, just some character. <laughs> character A, yeah, it's just some. Lucas, I'm trying. I just thought, is he in? Is he the? Hang on, hang on. I think I know <laughs> oh. this guy. I think I think we've seen this guy in the uh, Marvel verse. 
Ooh, that's fun. I don't know if it's going to be that much fun, but hang on. <laughs> Wait for it, I tell you. And if I'm, I'm going to be like that sick that I'm right, but load, damn you. Damn it, no. Huh? Interesting. Um, the guy I was thinking who could have been the father, uh, uh, Lucas Cross, was the bald guy from Ant-Man, the villain in Ant-Man, but that's Darren Cross. So same last name. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm, 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 I've got the Marvel database wiki up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing any connection to anything we'd know. Yeah. Yeah, no. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, what's also cool is, again, you know, a little Asian girl getting yeeted across. <laughs> Loved it. Joe, like, is getting off to this poor little girl. I like the fact that they, they're not afraid to hit children, other women and stuff <laughs> in this movie because... In nowadays movies, you know, they get shoved out of the way or they get like shoved and then knocked down. And then children, they run away. You know, it's just like, you know, if you want to go one on one with a superhero, you're going to get these hands, you know, and the kick. Or yeah. you did. Oh, Joe, you, sh- you should check out the end of the first act in Hereditary. <laughs> oh, I've, I've seen, I know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a plot twist in that movie, Smalls, huh? Smalls, just kids' heads, just kids' heads rolling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that trailer gave uh, nothing away. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, any uh, things you did not like? I think we've discussed a mm-hmm. lot of that. Um, Keith, do you have a Ebert? I do. On August twenty first, a very much alive. Not a vampire, Roger Ebert gave this three out of four stars. Let's see, at a time, let's see, I had a cool reading series picked out. Let's see if I could find it. Oh, yeah. Wesley Snipes understands the material from the inside out and makes an effective blade because he knows that the key ingredient to any interesting superhero is not omnipotence, but vulnerability. There's always a kind of sadness underlying the personalities of great superheroes who have been given great knowledge and gifts, but few consolations in their battle against evil. Funnel seems to be on the villain's side by embodying those feelings. Snipes as blades gives the movie that edge of emotion without which it would simply be special effects. So I'm surprised Roger Ebert, but he very much liked it. Also, we were talking about Spawn earlier, which is PG-13. Found is it, it really? Yeah. Because I remember that because wow. I, I saw it in theaters. And I was, that's, a hard, I was... that's a hard PG-13 then. <laughs> but <laughs> Roger... He compares because that came out the, the previous year, and Roger Ebert. It's funny seeing like Spawn come up in a movie review <laughs> as a comparison. Um, I was trying to see if I could find any one stars on IMDb, and one's like, uh, this movie's a one. This came out in 1999. This movie is, is not only assaulting, but never gets above trash. Not the kind of movie you want to take your children or grandchildren <laughs> to watch. We rated it at a one because there's nothing, lo- <laughs> nothing lower than a one. Come on, come on, grandson. We're gonna go yeah, watch come Blade. On, Grandpa, yeah. Grandpa, can I go see Blade? <laughs> uh 2003, this is probably the most ridiculous movie I ever tried to watch. We got up and walked out of the theater ten minutes into the movie. What the fuck? Uh, that, nothing part? even happened at that part. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, there's vampires in this? <laughs> Uh, 2021 worst movie ever. 
This is the one of the worst superhero movies I ever watched. Hope the new Marvel movie will be nothing like this crap. So were they just like super, like the last person just super mad about them having a blood orgy? Like, is that what they were mad about? I think so. Maybe they don't like meat. There's a bunch of hanging meat. <laughs> someone says, someone said in 2022 that the Underworld series is all Oscar worthy compared to this crap. That's hilarious. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, this budget for this movie, it got a whopping $45 million. Wow. Uh, the gross for this movie domestically got seventy million and internationally sixty-one million. So combined worldwide, a hundred and thirty-one million dollars. <laughs> I wonder what carried that. Like, was it? Because I mean, Wesley Snipes is like, he's a pretty big deal in the late nineties. Yeah, he was a movie star at that point. It's so, like it yeah. had to be him, right? Because like, I feel like vampire killing movie wouldn't have been enough to like make it be that popular well i remember just just from being that age around then i remember like blade seemed cool like from far away before i'd ever seen it or knew anything about it like damn that seems really cool also for an r-rated movie like that's like a massive Mm -hmm. like hit in 1998 he did u.s marshall he in ninety seven and he did the murder at sixteen hundred. Ninety six it was the fan. So he was at the time like this is him, you know, you know, Demolition Man ninety four, drop zone in ninety four. Demolition Man. Tuong Fu, uh ninety five, Money Train ninety five. So like this is his peak of like, you know, this is him. Being a movie star in the nineties, man, it kind of seems then... like Blade was like the end of the run, though. There's not much after Blade. Blade two and uh, Blade <laughs> Trinity and the uh, Expendables three and Brooklyn. Yeah, but if Finest. you look after Blade Trinity, it's nothing but oh, I know. to video. Oh, Didn't he I get know. kind of blacklisted or something? Well, he went to jail. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know that. That's why he started making all the like straight through, like yeah, yeah. He, him and Nicolas Cage are one and the same in that way of uh they just made movies to get money yeah yeah so let's go to the box office for August twenty first to the twenty third of nineteen ninety eight let's see if we've seen these movies I'm gonna say probably not great Godzilla <laughs> uh, all right uh, number ten in the second week with three point six million the Avengers. What? Huh. I knew huh. I knew that it's not it's it's, no, it's the Uma Thurman movie. Nice. It's Uma Thurman and what Ralph Fine uh Fines. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. It's Rafe. <laughs> no, it's Ralph, my dude. Hey, Sean Connery's in the movie. Yeah, it's like these two, yeah, it's really bad. Like oh god, it has up- a three point eight on IMDb. Yep. Uh number nine with three point eight million in its fourth week, the parent trap. Nice. Wait, the Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, one? The, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. I love that movie. Uh the number eight in its first week with four point five million. It's uh Dance With Me. Uh it's a Vanessa Williams movie. Uh I think Keith, if you've seen the cover, you'd be like, I know this movie. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Uh just you know, a PG dance love rom, not a rom com, but one of those movies. 
Uh, Chris Christopherson's in it, so that's a double feature for him there. Oh, Chris wow. Christopherson. Uh, number seven in its fourth week uh, with $4.5 million ever after the Cinderella story. God, I'm just the Drew Barrymore, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number six in its first week of 4.7, and I know Keith's seen this movie, uh, Dead Man on Campus. Ah, uh, yes. Damn, that was a that's a classic. That's the... Uh, no, it's the... Nope, you know, the one if your, exactly. roommate kill, if, your, if your roommate if your kills roommate himself, kills you get straight A's. <laughs> for, the, for your whole full oh, time at right. school with Zach Morris and the guy from uh, the Oneaters or the Wonders. <laughs> uh, number five in its third week with five million Snake Eyes. Nice. Number four in its second week with six million. How Stella got her groove back. Oh God. Number three in its is there, six. I think there's a How Stella Got Her Groove Back too, isn't there? We could there, do How Stella yeah, Got Her Groove Back. You know, we're fine. We we she got our groove back. We, we, I we lost don't my need groove back. Yeah, we we got to teach Keith. Keith how to get his groove yeah. back, Joe. How Keith got his groove. Nope, we're It'd good. Be a fantastic fake movie experts bit where I just how go about, out and find my groove. <laughs> how about new Scott? How about new? Uh, number three in its sixth week with seven point six million. Have you seen my groove? <laughs> That's oh, not they it. haven't it, actually made it yet. Okay, damn thank it. Thank God. Uh, but Ty Diggs says he's all in on there being a second one. That man needs money too, all right? I'm leaving <laughs> at that. Number three is there's something about Mary. Damn, okay, nice. that's a hit. Number two in its fifth week with $10 million, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that, that came out that year. That, that's how kind that, of a big Keith, film. Keith, how, how are those effects to Blade? What's in Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, how's uh, how's those effects? <laughs> well, those are all practical, aren't they? It was nothing but practical in Spiel- Saving Private Ryan. Spielberg's so. Spielberg knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then that means number one with seventeen million is Blade. God, when did, what when a did weird Godzilla come fucking out? top three? Godzilla two thousand? No, uh, nineteen ninety eight. Godzilla. Oh, ninety eight. Yeah, when, when did it? When Jeff Max favorite May movie? came out with Jeff Matthew Max. Broderick. Jeff's Max favorite Godzilla movie of all time. Godzilla. Yeah, we That's know. Fun. I remember seeing that film in theaters, though. Matthew, yeah, God, Matthew that Bro- movie was two hours and 19 minutes. Holy yeah. fuck. Came out yeah. in May. Oh, Roland Jeff Emmerich Ma- directed it. Holy shit. It's probably uh, good. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, it's uh, not. It's, but... it's not. It's not. We did it for the queue, Keith. All right. Oh, <laughs> That's how bad it is. Yeah, it made a lot of money, out. though. Holy shit. It did. To the point where, like, uh, my joke is Jeff is a huge, huge uh godzilla fan and like he will you know he hates that one but the 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 joke is huge godzilla 98 fan huge (laughs) uh the ratings here imdb gave blade uh a 7.1 out of 10 ron tomato all critics 57 pop critics 44 and audience gave it a 78 So a little, uh, you know, it's one of those movies that the critics don't like it, but the fans do. So before, since we already got the the living Ebert review, let's before we rank, uh, glaze them. We're gonna rank them for the this franchise. We'll be uh, ranking uh, best weapon slash gadget, best death villain, MVP, and movie. I'll start with the movie. It's gonna be Blade. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best gadget here for this movie? I I mean, I think the clear winner is the blower upper, but I think I want to give a shout out to Blade's like wacky ass looking pistol. 
I was going to go with the, like the ninja frisbee or like the. Oh, yeah. I'm with Joe. That fucking scene where he stands in a circle and slits three dudes' throats. That's totally the coolest guy. And like. Like it's been it's been mentioned earlier that Wesley Snipes makes weird faces. I thought that was a cool face at that part. <laughs> so we're we're giving it to the frisbee blade. Uh, best death for this movie. Um, you have Whistler's uh commit suicide. Uh, you have a lot of vampires getting shot in the head. You have Quinn about, the you got Pearl getting melted. Pearl getting melted. <laughs> uh, the frisbee scene. Um, Pearl uh, <laughs> Quinn getting his head uh, sliced off with a wire. Uh, and then you have uh, Deacon Frost blowing up. It's be- it's between blowing up and Pearl for me. Yeah, I I, I lean Pearl. Pearl too. Yeah, was like... Pearl. It was just such a spectacular monster. <laughs> yeah. So then, for villain to be Deacon. Deacon was a good villain. Yeah. Okay. I like, and also the another good kill scene is the scene of the, the deacon and his crew taking the. Oh, that fangs. might be the best one when he when they kill that guy. The the sun one. Yeah, that one actually. Ooh, that was a good that one actually I think is the best. It was because so, yeah, was... they ripped his fangs out before they do it. Oh yeah, nope. Yep. So, okay, well, that's the answer. <laughs> Purifier, uh, vampire and sun. Got it. Like a vampire in the sun. That's kind of how I feel Whoa, sometimes. Like a vampire in the <laughs> sun. Let me go now. I'm going to suck your blood. Might as well be a vampire on the Vampires sun. Inside. <laughs> <laughs> bow, 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 bow. All right. And then who is your guys' MVP? Uh, grounded for life, Dad. Yep. Donald Logue. Donald, it's like that's not a name, first of all, but great character. <laughs> also, I'm never gonna know him as anything else besides the grounded for life dad. Yep. For this, I'm he'd still be... mad to this day that we didn't get a proper ending to that series. For this, <laughs> he'd be vampire for life. See what I did there? Hey, 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 we need a soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Like a vampire in the sun. Let me go now. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's glaze them. I mean, we're not going to wrap ourselves up in a nice warm blanket, throw in some cocoa. There's and... one movie. We've done one movie. <laughs> I instantly put Blade one. I got some movie. peppermint schnapps for us. We can get a little get a little silly with our hot oh, cocoa. Oh, I'm God, so not a schnapps drinker. But if it's in Keith cocoa. will make you a schnapps drinker. <laughs> yeah, but see, Keith, I'm not a chocolate guy. I've never been a hot cocoa guy. Okay, that's fine. I'll probably just have a whiskey neat. Hot, I'll give a you a apple hot, cider. How about a hot Coke? Ew. <laughs> Unless <laughs> you're talking about like warmed up cocaine, which still eat. No, 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 no. Nope. We're Coca-Cola. Gonna warm up some co- yeah, Coca-Cola on that in, stove, in the, baby. You're going to leave it in the can and microwave yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> microwave it. Oh, God, yeah. in micro? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. We're not, you know, not going to do a stove. It's going to be a microwave-only Coke. Ew. Hot. And, r- round of hot Cokes for the boys. <laughs> round of hot Coke. Hot Coke! I'll take a hot Coke and a frozen hot dog. Let's go. <laughs> Ew. Let's glaze them. Glaze those stars. Rain the blood. Damn. I, I was I was right there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, was, I, I was I was getting blood all over me. <laughs> Keith, what do you give it? All right. So I think y'all. Uh, I was having I was doing a little bit of the nostalgia battle that was going on with Mortal Kombat One. Y'all pointed out some pretty legitimate flaws. I was pretty high on this movie going in, and you pointed out some pretty legit stuff. I still loved it. It, it didn't. Uh, it didn't convince me. It pointed out stuff that I was able to forgive because of nostalgia, which I'm recognizing. So that's something. But uh, I think this is a solid B to me. So it's a, what would that be a four? Oh, that would be a four, yeah. yes. I think a B, uh, Rick? B minus. Uh, I'm going to go with three yeah. and a half. It does, in, like empirically, it has some disturbing directorial flaws to it. But that said, the actual story kind of fucking slaps. Like, if it had just been, like, a director who knew what the fuck they were doing, this probably would have been, like, an all-time classic. Because, like, the actual story is fun. So I go three and a half. Well, and you mentioned the the exposition dumps were kind of clumsy in this. I think the exposition they were delivering was pretty rad, though. I, I like the idea of, like, the ancient order of vampires and like i think there's a cool story there yeah I, the story is awesome yeah. it's just the way it was told yeah. to us was garbage <laughs> um i'm with rick i'll do it a three and a half um i enjoyed it but i'm with rick the whole like two hours then one or some fashion could have cut down the 15 i definitely don't need to watch blade again for a while Blade is, I think, kind of falling into Mortal Kombat a bit for me, where it's like, it's better left in my head than I think something I watch more often. So what do we give it, Rick, for the overall? Overall, that brings brings Blade in at a 3.7, instantly making it our highest rated movie of the year. Okay, okay. So I, I, I like to, you know... I'll wait till you guys see the movie to, to, you know, see some people in it or see who directs it and stuff. And I was bringing it up now. As Rick was going off on the director and how he doesn't know what he's doing in this movie. Oh, no, he's back? Nope. Oh, thank God. I'll tell you now. Let's see how this director does it. As For the next movie in this franchise, it's just Blade 2, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Holy oh. shit. Fuck yeah, this is gonna fucking slap. Damn. I, is this like I, one of his first movies? How did they get Guillermo nope, del Toro? It's not. It's not. It's Damn. not his first movie. So he's, he's like he's right. <laughs> that guy's like walking on Golden Globe stages now, right now. <laughs> yeah, so Guillermo del Toro uh is the director of our next movie here, Blade Two. All right. I'm instantly gonna pre-glaze everywhere at four and a half. Whoa, damn. I just, I couldn't even hold my pre-glaze in. It's just, it's everywhere, (laughs) and it's four and a half. I'm, I've, I've known, I've, I've known Del Toro to flop before. So I'm going to go, and I'm a little worried about this sequel. I I don't know. I'm just something about the, because I never, like, no one ever talks about Blade 2. So I'm going to go 2.75. Yeah. Uh I'll give my pre-glaze for Blade 2 a 3. Um pre-glaze for Blade 1 here by the way. Uh 
I gave it a three, while Rick and Keith, you both gave it a four for pre-glaze. Mm. Keith came right in in his pre-glaze. Yeah. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> so, yes, next movie here on Fake Movie Experts will be Blade 2. Uh, if you want to watch along, it is on Tubi, or if you own it. You can watch it there too. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find all of us on the social medias at Noso Entertainment or Noso ENT on the Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's time to blade harder.